I actually opted out of that you one. You didn't get involved, Laura. I'm actually I shockers. Out. I opted out because you know I was like, oh, Laura always wants to get involved and say too much. So I opted out. Now, yeah. did you opt Boycott. out because I wrecked it with my... <laughs> I was like, can someone dream up a more atonal, problematic accompaniment to this? Dom can. I was kind of riveted by the Like a dog with the mange. But no, I opted out, guys, because I'm not being pushed around by you no more. Laura's eight max summer loving time. We love you like we love our children. <laughs> Perhaps we should introduce ourselves once again. I am Dominic McHale. I'm joined by Laurel Manny and Tyke Hickey. Together we form Cahoots, a bit like the Transformers joining together to form Megatron. We'd like to give you a bit of context. Co- Why do I keep saying that wrong? Context. context. We've just finished recording a radio show, which can be a little bit, ooh, do this, do that, get the timing right. Structure. No, we're loosey-goosey. We're loosey-goosey. Stay free, guys. Stay Possibly free. too loose. Oh, a little bit too loose. loose. I've an awful dose of... Tr- oh, no, oh carry my on. God. I have a groin strain, but it's Josh, not sexual. Josh, it's Josh. not sexual. Let's talk shop. Um, Ty Kiki and Dominic McHale have recently moved in to a house together. Big news, big news. Two brilliant best buddies. Two good buddies in fairness. in an abode La Kayla. We mm. will not give the address, obviously, because nope. we don't want you coming to visit Could us. we give the general area? No. We'll give the street <laughs> location. No, we will not. <laughs> no, but we'd like to talk about, in this podcast, cohabiting. Cohabitation, guys. The ups, the downs, the pros and the cons. Dominic? What's it like living with Tai Kiki? I'll oh, tell you nice. exactly what it's like to live with Tai Kiki. Um, Sleaze. <laughs> Sleaze. First, first week I arrived there and <laughs> I thought, okay, I need to I need to address something here. And issue one was the bathroom. <laughs> because um, Tyke had been in it or no, as not, a previous not no. because Not because Tyke had been in it, just because it looks like a bathroom that hasn't been very well cared for. Mm. For potentially weeks, months, years. Dominic is a clean man. Before Dominic, can I just jump in with one sentence? Before I addressed, or before he addressed this issue, I had already showered in it. So I, 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 I walked in. I noticed no issues. Just, to, <laughs> just to say that. Continue, my okay. good and dear friend. Well, I'll start with the issues that I noticed. So when I walked in, I noticed that there was quite a lot of um, microbial growth <laughs> visible on the bath. Um, a lot of soap scum that had dried in and gone black and oh God. bacterial and fungal colonies were now growing on this. So I thought, I need to do something about this. What's the point in cleaning yourself in an area that it is, is not cleaning itself? Yeah. And Tom, what was your go-to cleaning product to deal with this scum? So I knew I needed something with <laughs> um, hydrogen peroxide, commonly known as bleach in yes, it, because that's a yes. very powerful antimicrobial agent. Big time. So I bought some rubber gloves, which I'm allergic to. They drive my eyes crazy, but I knew your I needed eye, to protect Why did my you put the rubber gloves in your eyes? Um, I try to avoid doing that, but oh. even the residue left on the gloves afterwards can drive oh, my right, eyes crazy. Hey. I remember oh. in secondary school doing a biological or biology practical and I didn't realise I had this mild... Uh, rubber intolerance exactly and it's just my eyes I don't it don't suffer from it anywhere else okay um, but going to get your multi-pack of condoms for no, Christmas well you c- still can he can wear a Johnny guys well, it's you can, okay you can buy latex free ones as well don't put one on his head but basically <laughs> I finished the biology practical and obviously I had been rubbing my eyes without washing my hands oh. and after about half an hour they were destroyed the principal came and looked at me he was like you've got conjunctivitis or something like that and oh, sent God. me home turns out it was just 
the latex and the rubber gloves. Okay. So I'm I'm in the bathroom. I've got my bleach spray. I also have kind of a milder spray that I'm going to use after that. Oh, yeah, Listener, yeah. I walked in and I'm in the stage. Just, he just walks to say, in. He, so I'm in shorts. Balling, crying in shorts. In tears. <laughs> I just thought he was having one of his breakdowns. And so I'm spraying the bleach and I'm leaving it and I'm rinsing it down and I'm lather, rinse, repeat, so to speak. I also actually just decided to throw away the old shower head that was connected to the bath. Good. Because it was in such a new one. It was in such a bad state. Well, we weren't even using it. Oh, right. We weren't even using it. So I just I, I had to Go get on. like a I had to get like a, a wrench type oh thing to God. actually get it off because it was so encrusted into oh. a bag into the bin. Um, at one point, I was maybe kind of an hour into the cleaning. <laughs> Ty Kiki passes the door and kind of I, I'm not sure if he says anything or he just gives a little smile. Um, but I said, I said, Ty, you don't fancy giving me a hand with any of this. And he's like, do you know what? I won't. Because I'll only be getting in your way. I'll only be getting in your way. Right or wrong. And I laughed. But at the time, a little bit afterwards, as I was still, you know, scrubbing with a sponge, I was like, he's Knee actually right. Germs. He's actually oh, right. He'd be, he, would he would just be, be getting in, in my way. way. Can I just jump in there briefly yeah, honey. to suggest, guys, Hun-bun. for the going forward, can I highly recommend two bottles of vinegar and one thing of baking soda? I've done that. In the Un- bath. Yeah. Bath, yeah. toilet, un. Believable. You and wouldn't have believed the encrusted gick at the bottom of our toilet. It's more yeah. eco-friendly and, as well, oh, I believe. And amazing. Yeah. And, and it's also very entertaining because when you put in the vinegar and then you add in the baking soda, it bubbles up like fizzy. And you leave it, it's all... Un- and it's very effective. Oh yeah. my God, yeah. unbelievable. And well, probably I must tell that now to Dom when I get home. But oh. believe it or not, <laughs> Tyke, I've actually done that to our drains already. You vinegarized them. Yeah, I've I've baking soda and vinegarized them. Wow. He wasn't yeah. just eating chips on the loo. No, 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 that's not vinegar. I, every time I go into his room, there's a reek of vinegar. I know yeah, it's making sense. It's desperate. I thought he was back. Don keeps a very neat room. He does. Oh, his lot room of is, beige kind of bedspreads. His room totally. is incredible. It has to be. Incredible. It has to be bare almost. I won't sleep well in a crowded room. Do you not want to inject personality into your bedspreads? No, no, no I want mine to be like an IKEA showroom. My room is a disgrace. <laughs> a I, disgrace. Uh, it's not so bad. Type. Tell him. Tell him episode. Two. Episode two was Ty coming into my room, having me having set it up just as the way I like it. Just so. And Ty, just so exactly. Ty looking at the way I've put the bed and the wardrobe and all that going. Jesus, this is a lovely room now. You know, I think there was even a suggestion that we might swap based on, <laughs> and it's a smaller room. And he was like, oh, Jesus, this is a gorgeous room. I wish I could do something like this in my own room. I was a little lull and I was kind of going, in my head thinking well all I've done is just move the bed into a different <laughs> position and move the bookcase and hoovered bizarrely enough and I was like but Tyke you can do that he's like no no I can't I, I wouldn't know how I wouldn't be I able won't, to do I that I won't I wouldn't and then I said well I can help you do it so you know a short while later we marched into his room and we moved his bed into a better position to kind of open up the room and we moved his desk over by the window so that he can look did out I while see he's this? I did see this you've probably seen multi-block. Tyke's yeah. room 2.0 yeah Guys, can I ask, has there been Jump a, in. Is there a power shift now that you're living together? Do you know the way within Cahoots we have our own dynamic? Is that dynamic different now in the living arrangement? I know it would click back into its own dynamic for Cahoots. I can't speak for both of us. It's just the same. There's no shift in, in the relationship. Just two bloody just buddies. Just two great buddies. Mm. We come into each other's rooms at night if we're both around. About ten, half ten, half chats. What's going on in our lives? Lying on each other's beds. And, and then we like, get, then we get out. Do you feel like... There's someone missing and all of this. Do you ever be like, Well, our other housemates sometimes. It's funny you should say that. No. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, we've told you, Laura, you have an open invitation into this and, house. And, and get think, that young fellas head into the stew, get round to ours. I think, Laura, you're also, there might be a misconception about how much time we actually do spend together. We're both oh. extremely busy. Like, it's a rarity that I would actually come home and Ty would be just knocking around But you around know what? I'd be at home then down in my hole in Ballycotton and I think to myself at home at in night, the hole. down in my black hole, I, oh dear. at night oh god <laughs> no 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 like like no I'm not gonna I'm not gonna elaborate on that but there I'd be in my Guys, hole I have thrown oh. at night time my thrush would be itching me oh. and I'd be oh, sorry dear. sorry it's, just, it's my pet thrush I'm struggling with no but trash. at night when I go to bed I like the thought that the two of ye are tucked up next to each other safely together in another house but Laura I have to re-emphasize we see very little of each other that's why it's lovely actually because we're both yeah. two busy babies <laughs> <laughs> I'm at crash five six days a week, and then, but when we connect, then we'd have a lot a lovely little catch up, and then we go into our respective rooms and we sleep yeah. the night away. I think it's lovely, but you know, I find that a bit pressure then as well. That like when you go into your room, are you a bit like does Dom think I'm being weird now because I'm not hanging out with him? But no, we that has never occurred. We have a lovely yet. shorthand. It's it's just that we know what's going on. I love it. Yeah, yeah. but we've always had that. It's mm. perfect. It's actually perfect. It is. It's perfect because there's no pressure. No, um, I've also begun tackling the kitchen as well. Okay, um, just, what, what needs just, to be done? Again, I've noticed nothing. Um, I'd say the dishwasher. Have you a dishwasher? We've got a dishwasher. I always feel like dishwashers and microwaves need to be cleaned before themselves. Funnily enough, the two of those are absolutely fine because oh. I think they were recently replaced. Uh, it was more, do you know the, what would you call it now? It's like a draining rack. A I plastic do. draining I rack. Right. Underneath that, oh. you can actually get what are called biofilms. Where really good are they? No, they're what rating would they be? Um, would they be on um, PG? PG. Um, it's where it's where bacteria and sometimes other microbes as well join Jesus. together and live in like a little community. But it forms this like a- adherent film. Have we any right disturbing them? Yeah. Well, I'll I'll get onto this in a second. But it's like oh, yes. So basically, I just I <laughs> picked it up, put the draining rack in the dishwasher with plastic, washed that brilliant, and then gave the underneath a good spray with bleach and scrubbed it, and it's all nice and shiny. This now. is why Dominic can't be in my car. Like I'd give a lift home to Tig now all day and all night. I'd be like, Tig, move that nappy there. Sit in, love. Won't let Dominic in unless my car has been validated. But you have just shown me a picture from your car, which has shocked me to my core. And I actually <laughs> requested not to see this picture. Look what it was, lads. Is there was a bit of coconut water. It leaked down into where you oh, keep the stop. two cups. Christ. There was two cups on top of it. My husband just removed the cups and sure the water's there. In oh, a murky Christ pool. the Redeemer. Coconut water goes bad very quickly as well. And it's Highly stinks. nutritious. Cheekers almighty, the stink of it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm going to clean the car out and I'll be giving you all the spins now next week. Nice. Well, again, it's kind of, I apply this logic to a lot of aspects of my life. It's like, what other people do with their time and their energy and their I'm things? Very clean. I, it doesn't. It makes no difference to me. But I know with my own stuff and with my own space, I have to keep it to a certain standard. Sorry, she's very clean. I'm very excuse clean. me. A second my ago, house is a show home. Well, no, oh, I'm not making. I'm not making any aspersions here. A second ago, you said like, is, are we right to be killing them? Mm. I think oh, it's yeah. an interesting question. Oh, yes, mm. back like, to this. So, <laughs> Tyg, am I right in saying that you are? Predominantly vegetarian, possibly yeah, vegan. Yeah, I'm vegan. Okay. Actually, Ve- yeah, I'm vegan. Yeah, I'm vaguely vegan. I'm hooked on Lishwiz. What if I was? <laughs> what if I claim to be a bacterial rights activist? A far rights bacterial activist? No, just a bacterial rights activist. And I said, what you were doing uh, every time you fry up your vegetables or every time you use antibacterial soap in your hands is barbaric. I know to those well, poor bacteria. Well, where are we in the, in the in the 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 line of logic? I suppose, like, how far do you go? Is what you're saying. So like, where does the line get drawn? I don't know. Are we abusing plants when we? Do eat mushrooms plants? have feelings? Exactly. Oh. A lot of the mushrooms I take have feelings. Oh. What are we going to say to guys that are going to eat a plant? Do you want us to starve? I don't you know. know. You have to apply some sort of common sense. To so, it is what I so say. So where's your line? My line you is you won't it, eat a fish. 
I won't eat a fish, no, but I, I, I don't eat anything that's kind of market, like, you know, like, oh, I don't eat anything from the market. <laughs> the English <laughs> no, market. No, English no market anything that's like, if you're cracking out a belt of cows on a, on a field and it's, and they're all like knocking around, knocking each other's heads off each other, battery farming chickens, I wouldn't be a fan of that. If I meet a farmer up the road from me, has his own chicken, cow takes good care of him, is not slaughtering him. Uh, you know, a cruise milk at a at a pace and a rate that's suitable to the cow. And I eggs, have no problem. Perhaps. And eggs. Yeah. I have no, no, you don't get eggs from a cow. I'd have no. <laughs> I'd have well, no not problem with that. You know, but I actually know so one I, too. Who. <laughs> I'm so glad I don't live with you guys. If this is your kind of half ten at night chats. Oh, oh look! Do you know no. what? Yeah. What do you want to talk about? So, Hello, Love Island. Well, hang on. let's tie. Get your Isn't feet off the table, now? please. Isn't that that's very anti-female that he'd assumed that I'd be watching Love Island? Well, maybe which you're I anti- am, and it's amazing. Well, you're maybe anti-lads because we're just I'm talking about lads. lads. Like, I don't mind this Sorry, no. Sorry, no. What is talking this rubbish? Why is biofilms? Take a impression. Why I don't enjoy it. Not accurate. I'm not I don't. <laughs> That's my generic. Uh, listener, if only you could see what what happens to Tyke's face when he does can that I take impression. Take off my shoes, I suppose. You can. Go on. Can I steer us back to cohabitation? Yes. Laura, yes. Talk to me about the goods, the bads, and the uglies of cohabiting. Did you live with some close friends at one point, Laura? And are you I interested in speaking about did. it now? I did very briefly. It was very important to me that once I moved out of my family home, that I would also live with friends before moving in with Shane. Right. Okay. So I was going out with Shane at the time when I moved out of my family home, but can I, was I just like, stop you there? I get grief from certain friends from referring to it as my family home. But it is your family Why? home. Yeah, I don't know. Sure, it's not oh, your it's, current home. They would call it like, oh, it's your home, home. Well, Which that I means they've never moved on. Term. You have to move on. Lose True. those friends. Lorzy. So I, like, I remember saying to Shane, like, we were very much together, but I was like, Shane, now I'm not moving in with you now because it's not the right time. I need to sow my wild living with friends' oats and, you know, you can come over and stay <laughs> and I'll stay in yours and everything, but I need to live with my friends. So I lived with, uh, first of all, I moved out just for the summer and I lived with my best friend, Laura. I always give her the title of best friend and I'd say she doesn't care whether I'm best or not, but anyway. Text her. Uh, Laura, you're my Text best friend. Text in <laughs> so, uh, so I lived with Laura sure and two of her friends, Danny and Bowley. And then after the summer, me and Laura continued to live together and we also lived with our good friend, Jada. And now it was, I found, me and Laura struggled because I was going to say, did you, where did the question for us on the power dynamic shifting, see, did that come from experience? Was that empirical go? The problem is me and Laura were also working together at that time. Yes. So we were all up in each other's grills. So we had a couple of teething problems at the start. There was one particular scenario with toothbrushes, right? Because every time Shane Amani used to come to stay in the apartment, for go. some reason, he'd bring a new toothbrush, right? <laughs> I actually love his style. <laughs> so they used to brand be... Brand new! Brand new toothbrush. So he used to leave it in the glass, but he'd never take away the old new How one could you shove this man's we're head talking, you, like, we're talking 60 70 t- toothbrushes and there. laura used to be frantic because laura's toothbrush had a little cover on it one of those little plastic covers laura hart not me now and she used to be like laura there's more toothbrushes in the glass again the toothbrush glass is full of toothbrushes and i'm like oh sorry they're shane's and i used to just kind of take them out they're shane's they're shane's toothbrushes <laughs> so she used to be a bit allergic with that but we were working together as well and one day we had an absolute blazing row blazing 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 row and then we had to go straight into rehearsals for a play I was oh. directing and Laura said to me afterwards when we fixed it she was like it was absolutely chilling because I was able to be totally like normal rehearsals and we had literally just killed each other back at the house. But You were able to be? Yeah. I'd be a bit like that as well just though because like, you're, you have to like, be professional. Do like. the work. But you know what? Me and Laura it's a testament to, it settled down then after that but it is a testament to us that we're still the best of buds. Do you know mm. what I mean? Because it was tricky and in and Jada was only kind of coming and going she wasn't there that much but in a way because we didn't know Jada as well 
it was almost easier to live with Jada. And Jada had a very clear coloured toothbrush, did she? She was and hardly only one, there. one toothbrush per week. We or? actually used Jada's bedroom as a kind of a wardrobe because she wasn't there for ages. And then she came back one day and all her stuff was in there. And she was like, Why is all your stuff in my room? You we were in there, a load of toothbrushes. Yeah, but no, Interesting. It, and I actually think if we had our time over now, I think if me and Laura were living together now, we'd have a ball mm. because there's no kind of like. There's no glitches in our friendship now. Do you know when you're kind of young and there's th- things that irritate you? Do you ever there miss now. living with your friends? Like, obviously, you're very happy living with your husband, of course. But are there aspects of it that are quite different that you're like, oh, do you remember that part of it was nicer? No. Do you know what? I kind of miss more. Like, in the summer, I used to go down to Irish college even when I was a grown-up. And I used to be down living with a big group of people. Kind of like Love Island. And I do sometimes miss that. And I right. do sometimes look back and that and go, did I enjoy it enough at the time? But... I- I think there's a big difference as well between living with friends and living with housemates. So I've experienced yeah. living with housemates where I wasn't all that. Well, no, I always had someone, I suppose, say like you're living with one or two people, you get on fantastically well, they're away and then you're in a house share with people that you have nothing, like you wouldn't in a million years connect on any level at all. That can be quite bleak, I think. I think that would be bleak if you were doing, like if you were in, like I think where you are now, you're two lads living together that are friends. Hmm. But if you had had to separately go and live with a load of housemates, I think that'd be particularly That would be a struggle. I think one thing that makes it easier as well is like the level at which we care about certain things. Hmm. So if I came to Tyg and I was like, look Tyg, I'm after moving where we keep the cups and the plates. I've shifted them around because I just think it makes more sense in terms of the overall scheme of the kitchen or after moving the recycling bin slightly closer to the other bin, etc. Yeah. Get out of my room, like, that's irrelevant. Tyke's like, I, I don't care. And so what would you? What would I be your thing then, Tyke? What would be your thing that like, hey Dom, I've talked about this. I can't think of I anything. I don't think you have really. any. I, ju- yeah. I just, like, I'm not saying I'm like so easy going, but things like that, I don't know. Like he was just telling me that one of our, one of our housemates has kept moving my cereal every morning as a trick to, to just like, little joke, haven't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't no I I'm think I thinking about live. more interesting things I think I could live quite happily with either of you I think oh we're very easy to live I with. think he'd be easy mm. to live with now Dom is a great cleaner though and I'm very conscious that I'm not a great housework guy so not everyone would, would put up with me like I, I, I know I wouldn't make a mess now around the place but I wouldn't be cleaning things you see I have no problem living with somebody who's not a great cleaner if they're also not particularly messy or dirty like you don't leave a big trail of stuff leave a mess afterwards. behind me you'll no, clean no. your own bits so oh I will I'll make sure you won't notice that I've been there you're not yeah. going to destroy the kitchen no. with pasta sauces and all this no, type of stuff no no because no. I don't really cook either is yeah. another lovely thing about me I have <laughs> lived I have lived in various situations with multiple friends I once lived in a house with six seven other friends wow yeah just after college it was up on Gill Abbey Street lovely people uh, not as big as you'd imagine for that many people yeah yeah. but it was like it was you know 25 euro a week so we weren't complaining it was only for a few months okay but there, a friend of mine, this same friend who's actually just started a Christmas shopping, we're in oh, August. That was that wasn't the radio show. Uh, correct, no, but I, I'm you know I'm just, gonna reference it anyway. I know, just um, she showed. <laughs> this was my first time living away from home with friends as opposed to with my family, and she taught taught me how to clean after other people. Oh wow! So I was like, you know, I would clean up the living area, but I wouldn't touch anybody else's stuff. So if it was like books or clothes or whatever it was I'd clean up rubbish and I'd hoover and all this type of stuff but I wouldn't touch anybody else's stuff because it's like well that's their stuff so I shouldn't really touch it they will eventually come and they'll take it away and they'll bring it back to their rooms and she was like no 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 that's not the system so here's what you do you you pick up the jumper we'll say you open up their bedroom door and you just fire it in no way and then you close the door who's this lunatic yeah that's and she's her Christmas shopping done already yeah that's a bit so mad. she was like, well, I, as in, I don't necessarily think the fired in part is necessary. Yeah. But like, so have to be fired. Like, you, you're leaving your stuff in a communal area. It's closed. It has no business really she tries being to there. Teach you a lesson. 
kind of. Mm. She's like, you just need yeah, to take the, take the initiative yeah. here. If you want a clean living area, you pick up their stuff, you put it into their room, you let them deal with it in their own space. Let's keep the living area clean. Now we'll be destroyed again in an hour's time. But I'd be secretly Trust delighted yeah. going, yes, the living area is clean and my stuff is in my room. Now mm. it's in a pile. Yes, I certainly wouldn't mind someone doing that to my stuff. No, no, no way. But it's just their own thought process I'd worry about for them. I thought I was a very tidy person when I lived with my parents. But I realised once I left that it was my mum and dad was keeping me clean. And it was Shane's mum and dad were keeping him clean because Mm -hmm. then both of us are a mess. Now we're not dirty, but we are messy. Extremely, extremely messy. And this has been a real struggle this summer in particular because we're trying to sell our house. So we've had to do the house up like a show home, but still live in it. Mm. Almost impossible, particularly with two kids that are just adamantly trying to trash the place all the time. Like the worst for me (laughs) was when you get a phone call from the estate agent saying, Lord, there's a viewing tomorrow at half four. Because half four is no good to me because that means I need to be gone. I need to be gone at eight o'clock then. Because I can't be in the house for the day. Oh, right. So I'm gone for the day then. Oh god. And just before we leave, put Alfie out into the car, me and Polly back in. Polly does the cushions on the couch, gets them from where I've hidden them. Out to the bag for life, full of logs. Get the logs out of the bag for life, put them next to the fire in a pyramid, like the um, Frere Rocher, and then out the door like a shot. And then when we come back later on, first thing, get rid of the cushions, get rid of the bags for life. <laughs> yeah, we brought it down to a fine art, but it was so stressful. It gave me a pain in my stomach trying to keep the house clean. Because we're messy. Mm. Absolutely messy. And then we would no viewings this week and we let the place go to rack and ruin. We had to start it yesterday. But are you happy in your messiness? No. Oh, is it a bone of contention? We're like, we're disappointed in ourselves for okay. this. And then okay. we're like, I think now a couple is probably it. better off with one. Me and Dom actually would be an yeah. amazing couple. Yeah. I think so. Well, I think that ba- basically my outlook is possibly a reaction to the environment I would have grown up in. Not a dirty house at all. My mother mm. was exceptionally good at cleaning, but just loads and loads of stuff. Yes. My father doesn't drink doesn't smoke but his addiction is books hoarder so he would buy well, book you see, hoarder my father buys like three books every day and tries to get w- rid of one book every week are you so serious so you can do the maths that over like 40 he buys three six, books a day pretty much a day yeah he would go to charity shops and he'd be like oh this is a good one or this person would like this one so it's, it's, it's nice that's cool but if you do that for 45 years mm, you're going to get a lot of books and then my mother is what what I describe as a hoarder. So she's like, I, I hate throwing stuff out in case we ever what need it. What you call your mother? A hoarder. <laughs> a hoarder. 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 She's hoarder. a lovely woman actually and she's I had the is. pleasure of meeting her briefly, recently when you moved your stuff in. Well, she's, she's a lovely an absolute woman. delight. But for example, this is the level we're talking about. So she she would, I would go to the house and I would try and help her to clean. It would be like, let's do a proper clear, let's just get rid of some stuff. Okay, Dom, here's a box. Can you go through the box and just see if there's anything we can throw away? At one point she comes in with a, an opaque sandwich bag and she hands the bag to me and she's like, can you go through the bag and just see is there anything we can throw out in this bag? The bag contained either six or seven Bic Biro pen caps Oh my God. with no pens oh God. and the lid of a push pop. Ah, stop I it. Know. That's mad. That's she mad was like, stuff. Do you think we can throw these away? I think so. Well, I didn't say anything. I just went straight out to the bin and I just popped them into the bin. Actually, you touched on something there. The hell of going through other people's stuff, which has oh. happened in clearouts in my house. I know how many times where they're like, I think I want stuff thrown out. But then you lift it up to them like, oh, I do. I, that was a lovely day. All right. But I think Dom's approach is right. With other people's stuff, I'd be like, oh, this is all going just in the bin. Out, like, just throw it yeah. out. Just throw it out. Yeah, yeah. We have a storage unit at the moment where we've put a load of our stuff to make the house presentable. And I don't ever want to get any of that stuff back. If that Laura, storage unit burnt down, storage wars. I'd be delighted. Just, just say like someone comes along and just 
buy everything out. Yeah. Because mine and Shane's aspiration is to be Scandinavian, you know, kind of totally minimalist. Like when we got our bathroom done up, we didn't put any storage except for one small drawer in it. And it makes a massive difference because I can maintain that because mm. I don't have a place to keep stuff so I'll get rid of the Funny stuff. you should say that now have you seen those tiny houses advertised I was I looking have. at that recently I, I'd have the same and just to steer it back to the cohabiting thing my ultimate dream I think would be to be living on my own I'd love to live on my own now, I'm not saying What I, are you saying about me? Don't bang the My gentleman. ultimate dream no because I'm loving this period but like if I move out if 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 Dom is in a relationship in a couple of years time whatever I don't know how long we'll be there my next gaff in my mind I'd love to be on my own but I'd love to ultimately be living in a house where I'm not paying rent so the only option I think there would be to maybe build a cabin yeah and or go down cool. the tiny house route and just get land mm. and I'm actually serious guys I would love I'm not saying I'd like to be single for the rest of my life I'd love to, I'd be happy to be in a, a rally but, uh, but to live on my own though would be lovely so is that the ultimate goal do any, anyone share that feeling well, oh I do I suppose I do. No, well, do you ever dream of it? <laughs> uh, me living on my own. Oh, I'd hate to live on my own. Really? I'd go cracked. Have you ever Ballycotton wanted to? It's like living on your own, down in the isolation oh, of Ballycotton. It is. It's very lonely. No, but I can't bear it. I need access to people. I love the idea of like having my own apartment in a city. So it's like I can choose to be with yeah. others if I yeah. want to be. I can go down yeah. and surround myself with people. But ultimately, I can just come back to the space that is my own. Now, I always say, like, if I was ever to have another child. I'm like, just put me in to Fota Island Resort Hotel for the nine months and come back and collect me at the end. Like, I'd make a joy of that. I'd have me wine. I'd have me yeah. sitting down relaxing. And I was working in Tralee there recently on my own. And you'd I be did drinking relish wine it. while you're pregnant. Sorry, no. <laughs> Sorry. I'd have my wine. No, I'd have my no, Benson no, and Hedges. I'd have a couple of glasses <laughs> of wine. That's the big deal. I'd have a couple of ecstasy tablets. I was working in Tralee there recently and I was on my own and I did like it, but only for a short time. I don't like but I yeah, need somebody to throw their head into the street. But I do too. I love people, but I find myself with people as much as I want to be. And if I came home at night and I opened my door and I was on my own. You want your bed to be empty. I would love that. Not no. no would, it be, <laughs> would it be fair to say, Tyg, you like to have the option to spend time with yeah. people and the option not to. And Whereas okay, Laura, so you Dom, don't have that option. Dom and Tyg, you need to buy a city apartment that you can both have access sure, we'd to. Love and it. you'd be sorted. We're gonna try and win one. Yeah, we're trying to win one. Are at you the still moment. trying to win that? We're trying to win a gaff. Yeah. Well, we haven't bought a ticket yet. So. <laughs> it's very and you know what they say? Um, I would like to go back to one of the darkest moments that I've experienced in, in cohabitation. Yes. Go on. Okay. I won't name names and I won't name times. But basically... Well, we'll figure them out by I'll, knowing I'll, you possibly. very well. I won as well. Go ahead. I went into a one of my housemates' rooms to try and retrieve some knives, forks, cups, plates, etc. Because I realised the kitchen was starting to get a bit low on them. Oh my God. And... I went in there and there was a coffee cup and the coffee cup was half full with old coffee and the cup had been in there for so long that the mould had actually died. (laughs) So it it had been there for so long that the mould had used up all of the nutrients in the milk that was in the coffee and they had subsequently died as well. I wasn't able to determine a time of death of the mould but that's how long the cup had been in there. Did you have a little do for the mould? I didn't. I said a silent <laughs> prayer in my head. Oh, God. Did you take the cup out? Would you just clean it? I don't. My, my gut would say the current Dom would just throw the cup away and oh, say that I cup's tr- a write-off. Yeah, I'm but it was a nice cup. And it was one of my cups. I have a very short, quick, dark story. And if you'd like to have a third dark story, Chief we could have it in the section. Um, I was living in a gaff in Douglas Road. You were in that. I think you were both in that yes. house at one point. Uh, it was a, actually a dark period in my life as well. It was a dark enough period and you know the, the old phrase like this place is falling down this place is this this house is falling down 
One morning I got up and the ceiling in the living room had collapsed onto the ground. Oh Literally. I walked onto oh effectively a building site. <laughs> I slept in, didn't hear it, woke up and the house had fallen down. Wasn't that such a... Path- would, would that be pathetic fallacy? With it? No, maybe not pathetic, pathetic fallacy. Well, you but were feeling a bit grim. In the yeah, but yeah. well, it was a real grim period of my life. I needed to make so many changes. I needed to get out of there. I needed to stop doing loads of things. Very symbolic. And here I was standing in my living room with the, f- with the ceiling all around me. Oh, Incredible moment And I left I'd say probably a week later I have two moments Hit me baby They're both pertaining To the same thing um, I used to live in Monkstown I believe Show off. Dom has certainly been there I don't think you were there Ty, were you? I, I was in Monkstown once no, right. I didn't know you That's I it. was there And Laura used to have A strategy of leaving A vacuum cleaner At the top of the stairs To prevent sleepwalking <laughs> <laughs> which was in hindsight not sure I understand the logic basket case but I uh, remember coming back after a show I was in the kitchen the kitchen was down the basement I was in the kitchen at a time of night I would not normally be in the kitchen I had the lights on sitting at the table having a cup of tea next thing out comes the most shocked looking mouse you ever saw in your life he looked like a fella that was like I'm always roaming around here you're never here at Why this time here? well I now this I'd have notions of being able to be on I'm a celebrity get me out of here I literally <laughs> stood up and I just walked up to the lounge the sitting room upstairs and I just said to Shane I'm not going back down there until they're gone and I think it was the start of us moving out amongst them. And the second, actually, I just thought of another one. There was also mice in our house in Ballycotton that were trying to sell, so don't tell anyone. Um, and Polly said, It's oh, not like yes. anyone's going to be listening to Polly this. Polly said, oh yes, they're my friends. And I was like, what do you mean they're my friends? She said, they play under my bed. And I went in and I found poo under Polly's bed. And she had known they were there for ages. But the other day was possibly the lowest moment of my life when Alfie came wandering out of the playroom and handed me something into my hand and I thought, oh, it's Play-Doh. And I picked Coconut up water. a Play-Doh. No, no, a slug. A flipping, huge, gigantic slug that Alfie was clutching like a, the way you'd hold a scissors. Is this going to affect the sale of your... No, no, it's no. Okay. It's right. okay. long sold. So anyway, I <laughs> threw <laughs> the sna- the slug onto the ground and I had to get a bit of kitchen paper, put the kitchen paper over him, then didn't want to touch that bit of kitchen paper, so I got another bit of kitchen paper, put that over him and then threw him <laughs> out And then the I didn't want to touch that bit of kitchen paper <laughs> either. Threw him out so the I... door, came back in, both children were crying. Alfie was Dom crying. Dom is completely lost in this story, like his head is gone. Alfie was crying because I'd roared so loudly at the slug that Alfie had thought he had done something wrong. Jesus. And Polly was crying because she hates slugs. So Aww. I just thought to myself, it's time a, to go. A slug time in the to house go. is not not a big deal, though, is it? Oh is that God, a big deal? There's loads slugs. of bellicotton. Slugs carry a lot of bacteria as well. Do very, they? Very, do they? very dangerous mount. stuff. Yeah. Do they? Yeah, yeah. You're joking, Dan? Because no. I wake up in the morning, there'd be trails all over the kids' toys. Well, I think the trails themselves the aren't toys? so dangerous, but like the actual slug itself is very, very. Because if you if you think about it, like they're effectively like a wet sponge oh dragging God, themselves along the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get me out! Get me out! Let's swing it to the opposite end, where you have a, a really nice uh, cohabitation moment. Okay. I think I lived with my brother Simon for several years, and you I had really a nice thing going. we had a lovely thing going, and we would often a bit like we do, Tyke. Mm. Um, in the evening, he would say, you know. We would we would get into this habit of like we just sit, there'd be no TV, and we just pour a glass of whiskey each, and we'd sit there for like two hours before bed, and we just chat about everything and anything, have these really honest and open conversations, and it was really lovely. And then you'd mm. go to bed kind of going, I feel way better after that now. Mm. Yeah, talk During, it out, like talk it out. During yeah. the winter months, this is actually a bit sad, but we used to put on on Netflix. There is an open fire simulator. 
Oh, I've so done you it. put it on it. and it plays for like three or four yeah. hours and it's just a real fire and occasionally a lad's hand will come in and just poke the fire. <laughs> oh, and you, I didn't know yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not just a loop. That's worth yeah. staying up for. Um, so you get the crackling sound and you know, we, we turn, turn off the lights off so it's just the roaring fire, little glass of whiskey, great chat, beautiful. Two big weirdo brothers Two big weird brother buddies That's nice though yeah. No it's very yeah. cute I would have to say That living with Shane Is generally a joy Because he's always In the same humour As we know It's very rare That he'd be down So he is Very very pleasant To live with For the most part Obviously there's times Where I want to kill him But like I love Recently we I've realised That we've been so busy We haven't had the chance To be having those chats So again like that Once the kids are gone to bed we kind of pause whatever might be coming on the telly, have a chat, catch up on the day. And I think it's made a big difference to us kind of in general that we are making that bit of uh, time for each other. I think it makes a big difference. Lovely. I like that. I Hi. was living in a beautiful, beautiful house in Sunday's Well with my good friend Emer, who's a big fan of this podcast. Big shout out to Emer. Hello, Emer. And my good friend Shane Flanagan from Roscommon. And they're two. I'm not, I'm not, I'm oh, not. I love Shane Flanagan. Lovely. I'm not just saying a two very witty people and we'd oft meet up a bit like us as well we'd have busy lives but we would convene in the living room where there'd be a roaring fire Shane would throw on a roaring fire he was a great he was like yourself now but better um, he'd throw on a big fire <laughs> he'd throw on a big fire and uh, we'd be just laughing our heads off and we'd often go on is it chat roulette do you know what I do <laughs> isn't that mostly lads masturbating it's mostly lads getting their willies out but there'd be some hilarious uh, chats with them like creation lads and stuff and you get into kind of soft banter and I murder for soft banter so I'd be soft bantering with a creation lad for 20 minutes and they'd just be in the background peeing themselves and uh, yeah, lovely times, very simple Sorry, times. Sorry, that's just after reminding me when I did live with Laura as well. We used prank people quite frequently because <laughs> she had a thing on her laptop that changed her voice to a man's voice called Jim Russell. <laughs> and if I went into another room with my laptop, so the she app could was talk, called Jim Russell. No, or? she was called. Oh. She called him Jim Russell. So she used to be able to talk. She used to be able to Skype call with me, right? So the voice would come through the computer. She'd be talking in her normal voice in the room next door. The voice that came through the computer was a very camp male called Jim Russell, and I hold up my phone then because we'd have rang whoever we were pranking and she'd just talk away and to who would you we be pranking, pranking like friends oh, or establishments I am a mixture really a mixture <laughs> and I'm not sure some of them know it was us uh, but Laura always has joy. a penchant for becoming male I've yeah, noticed she, that in and performance she just, it was, but this was so brilliant because she was just talking in her normal voice so Jim had a really natural inflection right he booked a table for a hundred people in Jacobs um, <laughs> and he was like, we need it in 10 minutes. <laughs> My and God. in fairness, they were going to accommodate us. No way. Yeah. Oh God, they must have been allergic, were they? they? They were allergic, but they were like, sure, it was fine. They're doing about a grand there. Like. <laughs> well, that's, I think it's about time to wrap it up. It's been right? a very interesting talk about this. Tiger, I will leave you with this final question. Go on, baby. And that is, who is going to clean the bathroom when I move into the ensuite? Oh Mr. God. Mr. Dominic McHale. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned, listeners. You'll find out.